Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on demand favorites together like never before. So you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 206 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And I'm joined by the Swag East champion co-host, Ken and Zoe. What up, fellas? What's up, man? What's up? What's up, Zoe? What's up, Tiger Nation? Swag East champions. How y'all doing, man? Yes, sir. Let's go. 2021 Swag East champion. What's up, D.I. Love family? Fellas, I need my cigar. Where's the cigar? I don't have it. I don't have it. Ken, I know you the cigar, man. What's up? Hey, man, I got I got, I got, got a nice one, man. <laughs> so, how you feeling? How you feeling, Zoe? I'm good. I'm about to light up my issue pack right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And this team, this team, this team, man, they keep you on the edge of your seats, but they don't disappoint in the end. And thank God, man, we we, we couldn't lose this one. Not that no, Baton Rouge, not to that team, not with the Swag East hanging in the balance with a chance to at least clinch the Swag East. We had to get them back spring payback. We had to win it for Coach Prime. There's just so many factors, all eyes on with the, the game being on ESPN3. So it was just so many factors, but you know, it was ugly. And we, it's, not, it's like a recurring thing. We say this every week. It was ugly in the first half. This time it was ugly for three and a half quarters, but we got it done in the end. Yeah, man. All is right with the world. You know, it was the game was ugly, but in the end, it was beautiful as could be. It was poetic justice. Mm-hmm. It, it was a multitude of things. And you know what? We couldn't have won in a better fashion. And it feels so good. I agree, man. I, I just. So many things, man, was going through my mind. I thought SU had a really good strategy to kind of take us out of our game. But I never lost faith. I kept believing. I kept saying, you know what? Some kind of way, I feel like we if all we need is one break, and I think we're going 
we're going to break this thing open. And, man, it, it happened. And, and, boy, oh, boy, I was up screaming and hollering. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, I, I know, you know, this game had a lot of people nervous. Though, and I talked about it. He, he didn't think we could pull it out. I don't know, man. It's just me, but I, this team, I'm I'm never worried. I, I was not worried even late in the fourth quarter. I just felt like – I just always feel like this team is going to get it done. Lo and behold, I, at, at some point, this could come back and bite us in the butt. <laughs> but so far, so good. Team got it done. So let, let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about early in the game, a couple things that kind of swung the momentum when both teams were trying to establish momentum, starting with the, the original touchdown that Keith Corman got that they turned, that they overturned. Oh, goodness. And, and let me, yeah, let, let's start there. That was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. By the letter of the law, that was a touchdown. He right. caught the ball. He, you know, knee went down. He actually was laying on the ground with possession. He didn't bobble the ball. He didn't bobble the ball until he started to stand, stand up. I mean, he, the, the act of catching the ball was done because he was laying mm-hmm. there. I thought the play was pretty much dead at that point. He had already established uh, possession and scored a touchdown. And, and me personally, I mean, I, I feel like, to come back out and have to do that over again after you thought you scored and then for the ball to go through Wyman's hands and, and it be an interception. It was a tough break. It was, it was a tough break, but, you know, you have to keep fighting through it. Uh, we let them again establish the, the momentum. They mm-hmm. took the lead, and, and we can skip ahead to another turning point in the game. And I think this – we talk about turning points. This would have changed the outcome of the game. Let's talk about this fourth and goal going into oh, halftime, wow. Southern up 14-7. to seven. Now, first, the question is, do you kick the field goal? You can go back and forth. Some people say you take the point. Some people say, let's go ahead and try to, you know, increase this lead because it's going to, you know, give a, you give you a two-score touchdown lead. But they go for it. Let's talk about that goal line stance because if they score, it's a different outcome. Well, it, uh, well, with us getting the ball back first, you know, in the third quarter, you know, for all potential purposes, that was a uh, – it wasn't a, 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 you know, them leaving seven points off the board. It's almost like a potential fourteen point swing if you really it, think it about it. Fourteen points. It was. I would say if, if, if you think about it. So, but no, the, it was the correct call. You know, they're the underdog at home against. I think it's opinion. Me and Zoe talked about this at halftime. I, I, I vehemently disagree. I think. So, so, so it's opinion, but, but go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. It's a, it's a, it's, you're on, you, you got the number one rushing attack, and you had the best rushing game in the conference. You're at home against your arch rival, and they get the ball back first. And, you know, you're, and, and we had, and they've had success running the ball on us that, that whole drive. So, yeah, you, you could punch it in and take, you know, yeah, you take, take the points, but, you know, hey, we got them on the ropes, and you go up 21 7. Now, granted, we stopped them. And also, while we're talking about that play, I've never in my life seen a play have four uh, a play get ran, not, not get blown four, dead. Yeah, oh, not get man. blown dead for nine seconds. You get four momentum, guy goes back and, and you still go nine seconds, then the play is dead and the referees are just sitting there, then they blow the whistle. I've never seen like a like it before in my life. Um but yeah, it's a huge 14 point swing. And very but, much I believe the reason why we won the game. Well, definitely. If you look at the final score, it is definitely I, 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 I agree with that point, but here's why, Zoe, you you take the points. Um, because you had first, second, and third down in the in the, within inside the inside the ten, and Jackson State defense, you also you might have a number one rushing attack, but you also go against the number one defense, and then you're looking at more of kind of like a uh, you don't want to lose momentum, and then you know that if you don't get the points, it's a I get I get it, I felt like it was more desperation, but I really I really felt like if we would have went in this halftime seventeen to seven, to me that's a whole lot different than fourteen to seven with kind of a more 
uh, uh, more victory at the end of the end of the first half. You go back to the Arkansas Pine Bluff versus Alcorn game, and the coach Doc, Doc you know Doc Gamble had an opportunity to take, to take the points. He didn't take the points. They wound up losing that game by one point. So when you go back and look at it, I think throughout this season, I've seen a lot of teams have the opportunity to get the three. They try to go for it, they don't get it, and it, it wound up being the reason why they lose. So I'm well, that, in his, what, in his defense, what, he, he did say he didn't have a kicker. It was something going on with the kicker that game. Well, mm-hmm. the bottom line, he couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> you know, he had to go for it and to get it. I get, I get your point. Well, okay. to you guys, well, to, and to you both of you guys' defense, because if you think about it in hindsight now, if you do take the points, we win by four. So if we're if if they're down, essentially down by one point if they make that field goal when they're driving down to win the game right now they could just use a field goal and have a good field goal kicker because they actually got closer to the red zone on the last drive as it is so well if you look at their first half they uh i mean they they thoroughly outplayed us i mean the the score was indicative Mm -hmm. of it if you look at the yards they outgained us 194 to 129 uh on the ground 82 rushing yards. So we only had 14 passing was pretty, it was even in the first half. We had two turnovers. They didn't turn the ball over at all time of possession. They had 18 minutes. We were under 12 minutes. So they mm-hmm. thoroughly outplayed us. And, you know, we're, we're used to going in the ha- into the halftime, you know, either trailing or, or not playing, I'll say not playing up to par. So again, a- another week where, you know, the slow starts killing us. And, but this time, like I said, it, it almost came back to Hannah's. But if you fast forward to that second half, we got we went when we went down 17 to 7 that was the first time all season that we've been down by double digits or down by a two score deficit facts and and, and the one thing I, I really want to take away from the fact that we did have the double digit deficit is that you know southern to their credit they play good defense they play good defense um i was you know really impressed or or, or you know with the fact that we for some odd reason, could defensively could not get them off the field as much as I thought that we really should have. But the one thing I want to definitely say about my team is that I think for the very first game this season, we really showed the heart of a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes back to the I believe mantra. I mean, we have a, a great opponent, you know, in hostile territory and things were, weren't going our way. You know, mm-hmm. well, we, we will get some unlucky uh, breaks, unlucky bounces and with a formidable opponent with a stingy defense. And, you know, we're dropping balls, doing something that actually, you know, kind of uncharacteristic of us. But we stayed the course and we battled. We battled. We battled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and again, to seal the win, you know, in this bad ugly game that we're playing. It took a freshman to freshman connection to win. And the two freshmen that sealed the game for us. Or the two players who had the ugliest performance, you know, Malachi yeah. with the bad drops, you know, Shador Multiple had, drops. you know, and Shador had his worst performance, you know, passing wise on the season. And just like last game, court, got how about say, just like last game, just like last game, court, the trust me, I know you're going. It's true, it's true. As bad as he played with the two interceptions and everything else, but it still almost completed seventy percent of his passes. You know, had well about two hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> but but one of those and, and two interceptions. One wasn't his fault. And I hate to be go. the stats I, I, I hate to be the stat the stats nerd to say, well, look at the numbers. I know it's, you have to watch the game. It's the eye test, and a lot goes into it. But yeah. at the end of the day, man, it, it's like a broken record. And one interception was not his fault. I mean, yep. <laughs> but, so. but you you made you made a good point though, though. Uh, to Southern's credit. I thought they had a phenomenal game plan. 
because we touched on this. I felt like they was using our aggression against us. And that's how you, if you want to offset a team that's super aggressive and, and really not leaving the second, you, they use a lot of misdirection. Um, they do have the best rushing attack. They got a three-headed monster at running back. Um, I, but I, I really enjoyed Reggie Flood. He made a lot of good points. And I thought that his prediction, Corey, when y'all preview show, I thought he was going to come to life because he kept saying, Coach, mm-hmm. run the ball, run the ball. Because when they ran the ball and they ran it effectively, they was getting about anywhere from three to four yards, sometimes five yards of care. So if you do the math on that, you can keep sustaining drives. And I'm looking at the clock. I mean, maybe y'all did this. I'm like, man, this game is going by fast because they mm-hmm. was milking that clock, man. Yep. I'm talking about from the beginning of the game. And it's, and when you got a quarterback that we had too many, like three uh, three and four, four and outs to where he really couldn't get into a flow. And I felt like that's where a little bit of the timidness came from. Then he started, I think he started getting in the moment. I felt like Shador had a lot of freshman moments. One of the things to take note of is that we have to do a better job of getting the first down when we have an opportunity to. Yeah. Like you gotta know that when you start your slide, yeah, that it's gonna the ball is gonna be dead where you started at, not where you end. So too many times he made that mistake while he was you know, scrambling, trying to get the first down. And I just felt like, you know, throwing the pad, we, we need, it's a third and five and you throw it four yards, you know, and, and we get tackled and we a turnover on downs or whatever the case may be. However, I just kept saying, all we need is a break. All we need is a break. And the one thing that Southern did that I was hoping that they would do, they went conservative after they got the lead. At that point, you kept watching uh, Bubba McDaniel was looking at that clock. He was like, man, they was ready to get that game over with because they really felt like they won. And then I think that they, I think they let their foot out of the gas, man. They really at that point was just trying to play not to lose, and that's what. what well, but, actually, I, I actually I, I agree with your point, but I disagree with you know they uh, with the premise of what they did after the fact because honestly, if you look at the, the totality of the game, you know it was a their game plan was a was a double edged sword. You know it was hey we're going to chip James Houston, run toward him, run the ball. We're going to pretty much try in our own way to shorten the game by keeping the ball, try to wear their defense out, but also, you know, keep their offense off the field. And, I, and, and, and also in doing so, that's why we ever got a lead the way they ran their offense because they right. did get dunked the whole entire game. Well, that the way that they ran their offense, their game plan, their game plan works against anybody having the lead on them because they're, they're – their game plan is, hey, we're going to hold the ball, you know, 13, 14 minutes. And they were so out of character even trying to go down and win the game. And honestly, I really believe that had this not been the like last minute left, we would have been got them because we were in a prevent. We rushed three, dropped everybody back. And that's the only reason why they were completing what they were completing underneath. They so were. so th- their thing was, you know, again, had we got a lead early in the game, this game would have been close. I agree with that. Let, let me go back to the the rushing because I know one of you guys mentioned how they were getting it done on the ground. And it looks like, mm-hmm. and you said they were averaging like over five yards of carry. If you look, and again, I'm, I just said I hate to be the stats person, but I, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at the numbers at the end of the day because you may watch the game and it tells you one thing. And you look at the stats and it says another thing. They only rushed for 105 yards on the evening on 35 attempts. That's yep. three yards per carry. Sims. He was under 100 yards. He was at 98, and that was on 25 carries. So we held them to under four yards per per carry. So we still did a phenomenal job stopping their ground game. 
I think it was the more of the um, the sustaining of drives. It was like they'll do two, you know, they have a, a couple of runs and then he'll do kind of like a little screen pass to the tight end. He uses tight end very effectively. That's correct. In this game. And um, that's, but that's right. to, to my point earlier, though, the point I'm making is, is that when you're looking at the way they were playing, they had us on our heels. That the, the game plan was working. I felt like when Bubba came in, he had that swagger because he 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 subbed out the Ladarius Skelton, which I was I was glad to see him start because that I knew that wasn't gonna work. But when he got out there, he had a he had a different vibe to him. When they got the lead and then when they went into the fourth quarter, I felt like they started sensing the fact that we gotta put these dudes away. And I'm telling you, they let their foot off the gas, they started milking the clock, and when you do that. I'm talking about when you start sustaining uh, plays and you try to get the full 30-some seconds, you kind of throw yourself off. And then you go to staring at the scoreboard. I saw him do that quite a bit, and that's why I felt like all we had to do was get the ball and score. Yep. So when Shador hit that back shoulder fade, which I thought was a beautiful ball, by the way, so beautiful that night. That, like Jay Walker said, the, the DB didn't even know the ball was thrown. The man turned around, and, and, and Malachi was pointing to the sky like touchdown. I thought that was I thought that was the turning point of the game for us because I knew once we got the ball back, it was on and popping. And speaking of passes, Shadur made oh my god, an NFL throw. <laughs> he was rolling to his left and he threw a dime to uh, Corbin, tiptoeing the uh, yes. the line out of bounds. Oh my god, that was an NFL catch too. That that's gonna be on his highlight film. Oh my god, it was a beautiful yeah. throw. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. All right, guys, let's talk about this defense. Uh, again, you know, we gave up 14 points in the first half. Only gave up three points in the second half. Keontae Hampton, game high. Yes, sir. Tackles. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Six solo tackles. Antoine Owens, we talk about it. He 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 doesn't always, he rarely leads the team in tackles, but he's always right there at an eight, nine mark. So he's consistent across the board. He doesn't have a, a, a super huge week, but he never has, has an off week either. So I love right. Antoine Owens. Aubrey Miller, he's another guy who's consistent. James Houston. I mean, we, we talked about it Damn. last week when the game is on the line. It's so rare to see a guy take over a game defensively, but he does it every single week. When we need a stop and we need a play, it's like he just makes up in his mind, I'm about to make this play. I'm about to make this tackle. I'm about to make this sack. There's nothing that you can do about it. And he did it yet again against Southern. Yeah, we have to get kudos to uh to Mr. Houston, man. He the, the he got chipped all night long. Um, mm-hmm. they really focused their attention to him. And he came through, got two sacks. He missed three others mm-hmm. um, that he had his hands on. And, and you know, Skelton got away once and McDaniel got away twice. Uh, but, guys, I got to say this. It was a legit total team effort. Man, Cam played big. Cam right. got hurt. Man, came back came in. Back. Cam, Cam had some surefire tackles. Aubrey Miller got a lot of tackles. Man, we actually got some emotion out the silent assassin Keontae Hampton this game. Yes. Did y'all see him on his last tackle? We got yeah, some emotion man. out of Keontae Hampton today. I can't believe it. Keontae, <laughs> and, and Keontae Hampton got his first win against Southern, by the way. I'm so glad he got to experience this. Uh, but Keontae had a great game. Aubrey had a good game. Uh, Mr. Odom came up and showed out. Uh, Big Junior, he clawed up the middle quite a bit. And uh and Shiloh, way to seal the game with the INT to seal this win. Um, 
We had a lot of guys. Looking like a young Deion Sanders. I, I, I throw in that, throw in that John <laughs> Huggins, man. I thought oh, John Huggins, yes, made Huggins his, his ability to, to tackle in the open field yes, was critical, man. Yes, Ken, Ken, great point because he's the one who got that sure tackle yes, for us to get the ball back to get that touchdown. Mm-hmm. Great point, Ken. I didn't want to miss anybody. And, and that goes unnoticed. A lot of times that goes unnoticed, but that was – Hey, I, I got I got a confession. I got a confession, man. When he got that tackle, go back and look at it. It was four minutes and four seconds left. You know where the four will four at, right? I looked it's at that yeah, time. Man. I said, "I'm here." We got, I said, "I'm, I'm here." There, I, hey, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying everything in my head to try to say, "Boy, we got the ball back. We're gonna win this game, 21-17. I kept saying that. But one more person to mention, man. I, I really, I really got to give a shout out to Devontae Davis, man. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of that. Yes, kid. and I feel yes. like every time he don't get probably the same amount of burn as as as, as Antoine Owens and and, and Big Junior. But but don't you guys see every time he get his snaps, whether it's he 10, 12 mark. snaps, he make an impact. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do man. mean he get get through there. He he got a, a a sack, tackle for loss, got in the backfield and, and was very disruptive. And, and I, I when you was mentioning some of the players, though, I, I, I that was one player, him and John Huggins, that that kind of stuck out to me. I wanted to make sure we we showed him some love too. And, oh, oh, one more. Hey, what what we just talked about, Zoe? Zay Bolden. Hey, mm-hmm. Zay Bolden started mm-hmm. in this game. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. He started now. Now you, I I do like the fact that the coaches shuffle up the DBs. I don't really know. I you it, it almost feels like whoever has the best practice, that's who they're gonna roll with. Yep. You know, Kevrick Wiggins seems to be consistently Consistent. starting mm-hmm. with him and um him and him and um Al Young. Al Young. But uh man, I love it, man. I love to see the mix up. Haney, Patty, you know what I mean? It's and even Nugget, you know, we we uh, we 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 just automatically assume you know Nugget would probably be a starter, but I mean yeah. the competition at the DB is just so it's, it's, it's such it's, at a high level, man. It's we don't week in know. and week out. Yeah, we were Absolutely. trying to decide at the beginning of the year what was going to be the starting lineup. <laughs> How right. foolish was that? Because it's week <laughs> to week, and it's, it's great though because we won. We were saying, man, we have all these great players. Somebody's going to be left out and not play well. No, you just you know if you don't play this week, you get a brand new opportunity <laughs> to not only play next week but to start next week. So it's a good yeah. thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So definitely a big win, uh, man. We're all on the on cloud nine, riding the high right now. Let's talk about some of the negatives, though. Number one, the three turnovers. Uh, we mm-hmm. only got forced one turnover. That was at the end. It was a huge because it sealed the win with the interception. But yes, three sir. turnovers. That's on Jackson State, like. And I know we talked about being smart, fast, tough, and disciplined. So I know Coach Prime is going to want to clean that up. The turnovers were a killer. Um, uh, they came at the worst pop possible times. Mm-hmm. Uh, without those turnovers, we're actually scoring. Um, and we were so deep in the red zone that I know many people may not have faith in it, but I think even at least on two of those trips, if we don't score a touchdown, we still possibly get field goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know, we're still in the game or have a lead at that point. But yeah, it was totally uncharacteristic of our team. And this is the most interceptions we've thrown we've had this season in one game. Second two interception game. Second two. Okay, 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 okay. But yeah, uh, they they just came, they were the worst time, um worst timed um uh, turnovers. But also coincidentally, another factor into that into a play in the part of us winning, guys, we were penalized a lot this game. Mm-hmm. And I, that that also played into a part in, in some of the success and uh, us being able to, you know, get this win as well. Seven penalties for fifty four yards, though. The other cause for concern for me again was the running game. Twenty two carries, fifty one yards, almost caught up with us this week, but we're able to escape 
you guys, you think we can keep getting it done with this type of productivity? Is it going to finally come back to haunt us? I don't think so. I think, um, I mean, real quickly, I think we just got to scheme and use our, get creative with how we use our running backs. I like that they started going to the running backs through the passing game. Short passes can kind of make up for uh, what you don't get on the, from a running standpoint. And then Shadora became our running back at that point. But I think that was more core, that was more towards the scheme that was they were running against us. They 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 had decided before the game started they were gonna take our running backs away from us. And they mm-hmm. was gonna force Shadora to beat us with his arm. Mm-hmm. And to their to their credit, it worked for a little while. But then again, you got the best quarterback in the swag. I mean, you can't keep giving him the ball and giving him a chance, and then he'll eventually figure it out. And we saw a young freshman grow up right before our eyes tonight. We Every week him. we see it, actually. It's it's so it's so it's so cool to see, man. To mm-hmm. see, because I think when you when you're on this journey, people don't understand the 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 value of adversity. And when you can see a quarterback go through adversity, battle emotionally, you can tell he wasn't himself, and he can tell he was starting to get down on himself for making the mistakes, and he didn't want to be the reason why we lost this game. And to go out there. And to persevere and to show the poise to throw two touchdowns and the winning touchdown. Well, we hey, that drive was either we were going to score or lose. And and he delivered, man. And at that point, the two interceptions didn't matter. The the holding the ball too long didn't matter. The sliding too early didn't matter. It was you can tell. And when he went and hugged his pops, you know, Coach Prime. I mean, I got a little choked up watching that, man, because you knew what that meant. And that was a special moment for us. It's been eight years, man, and I I I say it right here on Tiger Talk. Twenty thirteen at NRG when, when Tommy Gooden caught that ball out of bounds, I, I I cried like a baby, man. It broke my heart. So to see us clinch the East with a chance to go win the SWAC championship again and to beat that school in that town in that stadium the way we did it, like Zoe said, man, that was poetic justice. It was beautiful. All right, and let's talk about it, guys. Before we end it, we have to talk about it. The play. The throw, Shadur Sanders, down 17-14, game on the line, 50-yard pass to Malachi Weidman. And if you think about this rivalry, the history of this rivalry, there are moments that stand out dating back 20, 30 years that you just remember forever when you talk about the rivalry. We think about Sean Gregory, 1990, the year after Southern snapped the 28-game winning streak. Sean Gregory came out in the first half and dismantled him. Zoe said it was like bombs over Baghdad in the first half, <laughs> ended the game. All right. Facts. You think about Robert Kent in the Superdome. I can see him now dancing with the shades on 2002, yeah. right? It's like he got the monkey off his back. Okay. Right. We think about Casey Terrio, 2010, the back and forth game. Southern thought they had it. And we thought we had it. Southern thought they had it again. And we finally took it at the, at the end. Go home. <laughs> and now you can ask Shadur Sanders to that list, November 13th, 2021. He put his name in the history book in this rivalry. He engraved an everlasting memory into the hearts and minds of Jackson State fans. He's only a freshman. I mean, man, you just, I think you, <laughs> you just drew it out for us. You said it. You said it. I think we was all thinking it when we saw it. It was a special moment. And for Malachi to just walk into the end zone after that, that was – and for him to get hit, he got hit, hit. 
when he let that ball go. And you, did you, if you, if you, you guys remember when he he looked up to see and he saw Malachi got it, he just fell back and threw his hands up like, "Thank goodness." <laughs> wow, I felt, I felt that, I felt yeah, that. <laughs> that was his moment. And like you said, it's just a freshman. He, just, I mean, he's just a freshman. So it's so many more moments to come, and, and we still got football left in this season. We still got all of our goals in front of us. So, man, but against this team, man, it, this, this has been a rivalry of rivalries over the years. and This was special to see, man. It was, it was a special night. That'll do it for episode 206 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag... I believe. Hashtag welcome back Coach Prime. Hashtag Swag East Champ. Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.